0: Hi and welcome back to Healing
1: Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health and holistic wellness.
0: Well, the events of the last few weeks uh, between the wildfires here in Northern California and the shooting in Las Vegas to say nothing of the hurricanes in Texas and Florida and the Caribbean have been deeply, deeply disturbing and tough on the emotions for many, many, many
1: of us. So, um, Last week we got some great expert advice on how best to deal with all of that. And today we wanted to get some more professional guidance because this is a topic that's still very much with us and it's not going away anytime soon, this trauma that we've all endured. So
0: we're pleased now to be joined by Joyce Michael Flynn. She's an associate professor at Sacramento State School of Nursing, author of Turning Tragedy into Triumph, and developer of a recovery system that she calls meta-habilitation. Joyce, thanks for joining us today.
2: I'm pleased to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's good to have you here in the studio with us.
1: We know, on your website, you, you talk about meta meaning going beyond and habilitate meaning helping an individual experience a higher level of functioning than they had before their trauma or catastrophe. That sounds fantastic. How is it possible? It's
2: possible. If you look at life in general, you see it happens all the time. It happens in the biosocial world all the time. Things, actually tragedies or crisis or when challenges happen, those are profound vehicles for growth and development and change to morph to do well. So it's like I talk to people all the time. You always want to really celebrate successes, but it is in your challenges and actually in your failures that really brings out this notion of, well, what do you have? Mm -hmm. How far can you go? What Mm -hmm. can you do? And uh, so I always tell people this. You've all experienced metahabilitation. You've all experienced that. Right. I just gave a name to it and a system that helps guide that. First of all, what
0: got you on this path to begin with? I, I know that you had a near-death experience, and did that have anything to do with
2: you was, choosing to do this work? That prompted all the work that I do now. So hmm. when I, quite a few years ago, I am a nurse practitioner clinically. Uh, I had a, a drowning event. I had 22 minutes of CPR to come back to life. Whoa. Once I came back and was in the hospital for a while, I saw this enormous gap while I was in the hospital about everything. I was constantly being told all the things I would never do anymore. Mm -hmm. So when I would ask, when can I run? Oh, you won't run anymore. When can I swim? You won't swim anymore. When can I do that? And I remembered saying to this one physician, you need to stop doing that. I'm living what I can't do. Mm -hmm. You need to ask me what I want to do you need to help me get there that's your job so as a both a provider of healthcare and a patient i was able to see that firsthand and when i came out of that and it took a while it took a while to come out i had some brain damage as a result of the extended cpr i just went through a lot and after a couple of years after my accident i ended up going back to school to study people who had survived death events and I got a master's and then after that I started seeing you know I started really focusing on patients that I would see or books I would read or movies and you'd see people who went through horrendous situations and eventually and over time and that's the key over time not only did they survive but they actually thrived and not in spite of what happened but as a direct result of it,
0: we've covered that topic a bit on the television show, and, and we called it using trauma as a portal for transformation. We did several stories on how you can do that. Actually, you can see those those stories on KVIE Sunday mornings at ten thirty. But you're right on. We heard from so many people that I would have never chosen to have this happen to me, but I'm I am stronger, more resilient. I'm I'm just all the way around better than I right. was before. Right, and that's what I'm hearing you say.
2: And I, the I think my main goal as a professional, and bringing is just to bring this notion forward. And when this first happened, and I started studying what I now call post-traumatic growth. Mm, I love that. Well, it's not other people, obviously, it's not my term, but post-metahab is a way to bring about post-traumatic growth. But when I started looking at this. I, I just I would go to people and. I have to tell you, it was so frustrating sometimes dealing with healthcare administrators, mm-hmm. physicians, that because they always look at the deleterious, the negative. And I kept saying, but there's more to it than that. But the people who got me really going with this, it's a grassroots effort, because the survivors wanted this message of hope. They yes. wanted to be told, yes, we get it. This is a bad deal. And there's no question, you're going to have to be depressed for a while, you're going to have to grieve, you're going to have to go through this, because this is a normal and an expected part of the healing process. But we will not leave you there, we will come back and get you, because then we need to move on. And I think that throws people off, Mm. where they think, oh, they're depressed, and That's part of the process. It is.
1: Well, if if you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. We're speaking with Joyce Michael Flynn about turning tragedy into triumph and how it's possible to do that and how... Is helping people do that all over the country so
0: now we were talking about you're gonna come back and get them so once mm-hmm. they get through that process and, and that may be a year it could be it could be more depending on what the, their situation right. is all
2: that uh, but at first when I start working with people I always acknowledge the first acute period and that's what the fire what's happening with the people with the fires now and all that and you realize there're just a lot of things that have to happen and I always tell them this is not an end point. This is a beginning point, And right. this is how we're going to go. Once we come back and get them, they they will tell you. And you can see where they're going to make a turning point. And in that turning point, they may say, I have no idea how I'm going to really move past this. But I just know I want to do that. Mm. And that's when you get into a lot of work, a lot of, th- you know, some therapies and, you know, all sorts of different things that can go on. And then you just kind of move them past that But, again, there are six stages to metahab. I won't go through those, but there are six stages to Well, what's to the first them. one? Well, it's acute phase, and that's what people in Sonoma and that area are going through now. Okay. And the second phase is turning point. The third phase is focused on therapies and treatments, both uh Normal treatments and uh, alternative treatments. Whoa, whoa, whoa. N- normal and Wait, alternative. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, I shouldn't say normal <laughs> treatments. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, regular you treatments say? that they see or you allopathic know. treatments. Thank, all- thank allopathic you, thank you. Allopathic treatments. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I'm I'm mixing and, words. Yes. And that, and then, and then the fourth stage is it's a very, it's a time where they just kind of sit back and relax. They take a deep breath and kind of assess what does this all mean? What happened to me? Where am I going? fifth stage is getting back into life and then they move forward and the sixth stage is what I call metahab and that's just taking on the future and that's when you see this profound change in how they look at relationships and life and just
1: Now you've written a book turning tragedy into triumph that's one way to convey this information but mm-hmm. do you have training sessions are you training other professionals uh, in other places so that they can they can bring this uh, system the folks who need Right.
2: I do, I do a lot of uh, clinical training so that okay. they can incorporate this into existing programs. I always say, you don't have to change what you're already doing. Just add this to your own program. So I do that. I have a website that they can look at. I put out newsletters. I do a lot of, I teach at Sac State, and I created a course at Sac State called Traumatology, an Introduction mm. to Post-Traumatic Growth. Wow. So I do a variety of things to get this out. I do a lot of speaking and you're a Renaissance woman. Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> you. I got a lot to
0: do. I still have a lot to do. <laughs> well, you have a lot of energy. Uh, were you always this energetic? Oh yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So, I think that, so that just came back. It came, that, back. It came that back, that back. Came in back in that fifth mm-hmm. stage.
1: Right, right. Well, right. I, and I also think that you have a, a clear focus on, on uh, at least if not the mission of your life, an important mission of your life. Oh, absolutely. And bless your heart for doing the work. Is, Thank you. This is a big big thing you're doing. We're
0: almost
2: out of time, but I just have to ask, I believe you also have a home in Sonoma. We have a home in Sonoma. We uh, did have to evacuate. We're fine. I actually grew up in Santa Rosa. The okay. high school I went to is partially burned, burned down. down. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: so you were very connected to that. Yes. We've been speaking with Joyce Michael Flynn about her system of meta-habilitation and how it's possible to turn tragedy into triumph. You can learn more about her work at www.metahab.com. That's www.metahab.com. Thank you, Joyce, so much for being with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Well, we appreciate the work you're doing. It's it's very important.
1: Up next on today's show, one of Sacramento's all-time favorite news anchors, Lois Hart, has been taking a look at a dangerous health situation that's affected her and that we think you're going to want to know about. So stay tuned. And don't forget, a podcast of today's radio show is available along with other Healing
0: Quest radio shows at KFBK.com, on the iHeartRadio app, and at
1: HealingQuest.tv. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Tell us your personal story. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to respond to any questions you might have or perhaps anything you'd like to share with us. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio.